Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Jared Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. I think it's pretty likely, to be honest. Um, and who among us, you know, hasn't looked back at our lowest at an X and thought, maybe I had something good there. And, it, and maybe, you know, and, and listen, I, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is a huge difference maker, but I also don't think the Pats have a lot of better options. They do have cap space, but they're not picking high enough in the draft to go after any of the top four quarterbacks, they'd have to trade up, which they never do. Um, and, and then after you get out of Watson and Prescott, there aren't really free agents that are better. Um, I think San Francisco, it's become pretty clear that they want out and they can get out, whether it's a trade or a cut. So a reunion makes a lot of sense to me. Sir Spain? Ah, maybe a Yeah! Damn. Come on, Austin. <laughs> Come on. You're better than that, man. Damn. Oh, the struggle. I thought it was because the whole Sarah's Jimmy Garoppolo going to like Chicago. I don't There's fans on the TV right now. They're talking about the uh, Atlanta mayor coming out, urging fans of the NBA not to come to Atlanta for the All-Star game. No, really? Because, because they're not going to let fans in, I don't think. Yeah, so they so, don't want everybody partying outside. It's going to be an All-Star weekend still, and you're not going to, you know. Oh, that whole thing is a... Yeah. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what a... What a... <laughs> <laughs> what what in-depth analysis? Well, yeah, that, that whole thing. Yeah, well, the yeah. players are Next. pissed off about it. Everyone's pissed off about it, but they're still doing it. So yeah. I got a QB comparison out there for you. I'm going to give you the numbers in just a moment. But real quick, you know, we talked a little NBA earlier. And I said this to you the other day. I'm looking through the standings. I can't believe Kuz isn't talking about the Sixers more in first place. Mm, don't do that. There's a reason. I know it's young. I'm not talking about how it. Ben Simmons is the best defender in the league and how they're the number one team. Oh, okay. Hang, hang on now. One <laughs> second. I also say. Wait, no, 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 no. We're not going to just let him say that and then it's no. Milwaukee, one and a half games behind right now. That's fine. Relax. Relax, Kuz. Okay. Sorry, Brent. Is that it? You good? Uh, yeah. The, the other, yeah, yeah. other thing about the NBA <laughs> You know, the Knicks got off to a pretty decent start, got everybody talking. Yeah, that was cute. But they're still like, what are they, sixth in the East right now? I mean, they're probably yeah, going to the playoffs. Sixth, yeah. I feel well, like that's every, a big deal every for the team's Knicks. going to the playoffs. Not though. the Knicks. When you're the Knicks uh, and you probably haven't won more than 12 no. to 15 games. Yeah, the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, it would be a big deal, I think, if the Knicks made the playoffs. Is R.J. Barrett doing his thing? They might. R.J. was playing pretty well. Okay. Um, Julius Randle was playing really well. Like, there's, they were playing. They are playing. I'll Oops. tell you the other one. Uh, Utah, obviously, is on fire, right? Ridiculous. But Tw- nobody, pays five. nobody pays attention to Best Utah. record in the NBA. But nobody talks about it. So, like, the two no. teams that are the best teams right now, nobody's talking. Well, again, I don't hang around in NBA circles. Cool is probably like, well, yeah, of course they are, Brett. They're talking about them all the time on the Driving Dish podcast. I get it. <laughs> but you think we'd hear more about the Sixers and the Jazz the way they're playing. And yeah. we don't. Like, I'm just saying, like, they are not flashing across my phone headlines, and they're playing good. What? The other one I'll give you, like, the Knicks on the other side, that's going to make the playoffs, but uh, Phoenix finally is good. Yep. And it just makes me think of maybe the Knicks, you said Barrett, uh, and he might not be the guy for this conversation, no. but <laughs> it was uh, uh, Paul for Chris Phoenix. Paul, yep. Yes. I don't know if this fits 
Philly, although Doc, I mean Doc Rivers. Doc in general, Rivers, just, okay. So yeah. that, so we're talking one person. How they've changed around Phoenix and definitely Philly, right? Do y'all still have Al Hofer too? Al is no longer no. Well, then there you go. Hey, <laughs> what? So that, well, that, a little bit for Philly, a little bit of addition by subtraction. I'm not saying in Horford's case for Philly, See but it felt well, like a little in, bit of that. And, and they brought in like when when the Sixers were really good, they had. Uh, uh, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting his name, but they had three point shooting, and so bringing in JJ Redick. Seth, yeah, that's hey, <laughs> Austin Lane driving his podcast. Tune in every single uh, week I here. To I thought you were talking about TJ McConnell. He's <laughs> a three point shooting, not effort. I wanted to say JJ Barea, but I knew that was wrong. Oh, yeah, I know that's great. <laughs> but they brought in Seth Curry, and he's he's a great three point shooter. So it, it really opens things up, and I'm gonna be so upset. I, this is why I haven't been talking about it, is because. This year, I have a feeling LeBron is going to get the MVP award because of his age and how well he's playing, and it's going to be the one chance that Joel Embiid's really got a good argument to get it. And the argument against him is going to be, well, LeBron James is old. Yeah, well, it's crazy how the, people sleep the, on the Bucks, though. It's crazy. <laughs> it's insane how Giannis Antetokounmpo is not playing basketball anymore. Is that they're going to have fatigue is, is, is with him in the MVP voting. Have we gotten fatigued on? Giannis? I mean, you yeah. can get fatigued all you want. The numbers speak for themselves. <laughs> I, I'm just going to say, I'm, I'm, it's actually getting to the point where I'm, I'm so tired of MVPs in the state of Wisconsin. Aaron Rodgers, Christian Yelich, Giannis Adetokounmpo. That state can only fit so many MVPs. Year, JJ Watt. Thank you very much. I, I, I'm tired of, of just the notoriety, Brent. You know, like it, it just becomes kind of old after a while. So I hope LeBron James does win, or maybe Embiid, or but some whatever. I just it's so many MVP awards in that state. It's crazy. The, the reality of the Sixers though is Embiid's playing unbelievable. Unbelievable, and they've finally gotten past the uh, the point of everyone so obsessed with how Ben Simmons doesn't shoot. Doc just said, "Okay, we're going to build an offense around you not shooting," yeah. and here we go. But Doc Rivers is good. No, he's fantastic. And you think you get this, the vibe coos a little bit in terms of the, the culture? Because to me, the problem with the Sixers has always been well, Embiid is a polarizing figure. And when he's not happy, like, he makes it known. Now, maybe he doesn't, like, go and say it to the media, but, like, he'll put out a tweet here or there. Like, he's always kind of, I don't call him a distraction, but he gets people talking. Yeah. Right? Do you sense that kind of went away a little bit with Doc Rivers now? Like, Doc Rivers has seemed to kind of wrangle this team in a little more? Yeah, I think he's calmed that down a little bit more. I know uh, we were talking about, you know, what uh, Draymond Green said and everything Mm -hmm. like that. I know Ben Simmons has been very vocal about he's been very focused on his mental health throughout the season and – not letting things get to him, which I guess things had in the past. Yeah. So well, that's it, another it big part of it. was always soap opera-ish. Yeah, of you course. You know, uh, well, what's going on in Philly. Well, All and right. for him, it's, I mean, if he makes a three-point shot, it's the leading headline yeah, on ESPN for yeah. three days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, sometimes that's the really thing. Sometimes it takes guys a little bit to settle in. And a lot of those, especially the NBA, those guys are so young. Yeah. You know, when they get there after one-and-done guys, I mean, it's, it's not. Some some are able to do it quickly, uh, right? one, and some others are not. I got one last NBA question real quick. Kuz, should we be talking about Bradley Bealmore? Uh, NBA leading scorer right now, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, but the problem Would is – Would never have guessed it. Thank you. The problem is either. when Should we he, talk Florida hoops more? Maybe. <laughs> right? The, no, we should hey, talk hey, Florida State we, hoops more. We, we talked to Al Horford. All right? we, we did our part for the day. Relax. <laughs> should we talk about Florida State hoops more? They got they True. killed Virginia True. last time. Yeah, it wasn't close. Well, good. the big thing with yeah. Beal, Leonard too, Hamilton's really good. Yeah, I heard that. Is Florida State official station ESPN 690. <laughs> <laughs> when when Beal does put down those numbers, sometimes they don't result in wins. Like his, he had a 60 point. He has a few 60 point games under his belt where the team just doesn't win. So it's it's weird. Like he's playing really well, but obviously the team is not. 
good, and uh, there's a lot of talk about potentially trading for him. Teams definitely want him. So. Man, it's crazy how Giannis is top five in every single category I'm seeing here. Anyways, yeah. sorry. He's won too many awards. I guess, I guess so. Uh, Driving Dish Podcast, check him out. Kuz, talking NBA today a little bit. But yeah. I, I was actually, I, I looked back, and it was interesting to see the Sixers, and really Arizona stuck out at me, too. Yeah. Something, something clicked for I'm them. Arizona. Phoenix, Phoenix. talking about? He's talking about Kyle Murray on the brain or what? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? No, but there is, there, is, uh, there is something clicked for them in the NBA bubble, and then bringing in Chris Paul on top of that really... Well, and Devin Booker's legit. Devin Booker's legit, and, he and has he's been, always been yeah, legit. He has. My, yeah. Last question, then we're really, really done here with... Uh, <laughs> Is that cool, Brent? Can I get one more? Yeah, not? sure. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. It's okay. Uh, I'm just listen, trying to keep people on. I hear you, man. I feel like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like uh, you know, well, this is much Florida related. The, the Miami Heat last year showed us something in the bubble. Right. Go to the final. Well, they're 11 and 16. I know, I know, uh, I know. I mean, I mean, well, I thought, no, screw, screw with them, man. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. no. Jimmy Butler. Who's Jimmy Butler dating? It's not going to talk about it, man. I thought you were going to say, speaking of Florida, the Toronto Raptors, because they're staying in Florida. So Tampa, that's right. They'll I thought probably you were find a way to win no, it all. No, man, forget it. It's ruined now. <laughs> Miami Heat, they suck. Whatever. Tyler Hero, whatever. Can we, uh, last time I talked, I heard about Miami Heat. The only thing in the last week was Jimmy Butler, and he's dating. Who's he dating? Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. How do you know this? Well, I thought that was notable. What show? What are you working for? No, Jimmy Butler. So Jimmy Butler should be one of my favorite athletes. The guy likes country music. He Brent's drinks working. a ton of coffee. Brent's and he's Ray. dating Selena Gomez. Uh, Somebody and, get Brent Marno a show on the. D- d- on the I'm talk, right now. Yeah. On the talk. 95.1 WAP, Brent Martin your guy, everybody. But, but he did let us go past Devin Booker and not talk about how Kendall Jenner posted a picture with him the other day. So, you know. <sighs> Stay away. Mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing can ruin a professional can career we, like a Kardashian, I'm can, telling you, man. You can, think I'm lying? No, I don't. Look at the resume. Can we talk about how we should do a show from the road when Jimmy Butler does open up a coffee shop in Miami? Like, we should just go there and do a show from the coffee shop. I'm up for that. Let's like do it. it. Okay. If we get coffee, it doesn't even have to be free. All right, Brent, you got some comparison you want to do yeah, now? Let's get to the thing I teased <laughs> 10 minutes ago. Just trying to keep people on ESPN 690 here. He, he did a big talking point, but whatever. Nah, I, I, listen, I thought the NBA talk was fun. Uh, here we go. Ready? I gave you player A, 59% completion percentage. Okay. All these players were drafted in the last seven years. Okay, so one of them could be Kyler Murray. Let's go. <clears throat> 59% completion percentage, 17,649 yards. That's a lot of numbers, but 103 touchdowns. Okay. Other guys, B is 63%, so a little higher. 18,000 yards, about 500 more yards. 107 touchdowns, four more touchdowns than player A. Can you throw the interceptions out there too or not? not? Yet. Okay, I mean. Uh, player C, All right. 63% comp, 16,800 yards, so less than both the other guys. 113 touchdowns, but more touchdowns than the other guys. Okay. So those are the stats that I threw out there. And I'm going to give you one of the answers. I can't do this with you because I already told you who it is. So I'm going to give the folks listening one of the answers. A, B, or C. We're going to say B, 63%, 18,000 yards, and 107 touchdowns is Jared Goff. Okay. Been to a Super Bowl. Yes. Okay? Yes. 63%, 16,000 yards, 113 touchdowns. The other guy, 59% completion, 17,000 yards, 103 touchdowns. Player C Mm -hmm. is who came in with Jared Goff. 
I mean, I, I know the answer, so I'm going to let what you What is do it? it? Well, it's either... No, no, who came in with Jared Goff? Carson Wentz came in Thank with Jared you. Goff, sir. Thanks for answering the question. You're welcome. Yep. So B and C are Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Okay. What Did it surprise you that player A, at 59%, a little lighter percentage. Correct. Same amount of yards and a few less touchdowns, but over 100 touchdowns. Sure. Would be a guy that doesn't play anymore. Yes. I was very surprised by it. Now you throw the interceptions up there, and then, yeah. Player A does have 75 picks. <laughs> I mean, that may, that means something at the quarterback Player position. Player B, though, has 50 picks, 55 picks. Okay. And Wentz actually has only 50. I yeah. thought Goff would have less. But Wentz yeah. has 50, Goff has 55, and Player A is... Blake Bortles. Mm. Does that surprise you? Mic drop. Uh, it does. I mean, listen. Are those numbers comparable? Are, is a 75 that much an outlier? The, the 20 the, the more interceptions? Picks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's a little bit of an outlier. Uh, it's pretty yeah. It's a large yeah, amount, I mean, right? Yeah. W- now, when you compare them in this. Go ahead. Extra year, well, actually, not extra years, really. They were all about the same amount of games. Correct. Similar game uh, time. Yeah. I think when you put the interceptions, like, if you were to include that in the. In, in the drill here, then yeah, it's gonna it's gonna stand out a little more. Yeah. But as far as the productivity is concerned, I'm actually very surprised because you mentioned a guy in Carson Wentz who was considered an MVP for a while until he got hurt, and you mentioned a guy in Jared Goff who's obviously been to a Super Bowl before. So I was surprised from that standpoint. Well, and here's what else is interesting. Mm-hmm. So Bortles gets the extra couple of years, but I, I'm not even really trying to talk you into anything here. I'm not saying like I can't believe Bortles isn't playing anymore. Like I, I'm not. I think this is more the indictment maybe on Wentz and Goff. Okay. Because Wentz and Goff got these huge contracts. Mm-hmm. Was the eye test that different for Wentz and Goff and the way they played quarterback versus the way Bortles played quarterback? Because the numbers are not that different. So I get the sense here what the goal is of this exercise is for someone to try to bring you a med kit from the hill that you died on. And you're like, hey, can somebody come help me, please? I died on this hill. I'm still I'm bleeding, but I'm still conscious. Somebody bring me a med kit. Is that true? No. The actual thing, the reason why, I don't even know how I got on this really, but I think the most astonishing thing is we're talking about a player in Carson Wentz who people are very unsure about. Correct. Got a big deal. At one time was an MVP candidate. Yes. And now people might trade a bunch of stuff for him to assume that contract when he's got similar numbers as Jared Goff and Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. Is that worth investing in? To me, really, that's the moral of the story. Like, are these guys going to end up like Blake, where they're backup quarterbacks, and they just had a little bit of a run? Because, quite frankly, that's what Bortles had. Bortles had a little bit of a run. No, Bortles had a little bit of a run, but he didn't get to the Super Bowl, and he was never in MVP contention. That's what these two guys have going for them. Well, no, Wentz is not, though. But he was, you know, he wasn't an MVP. Contention. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But yeah. Wentz never went to the, like, he went no, to the Super Bowl. No, no, no. I can't said, give him no, the credit no, no, for that. No, no, I said either. I he said, wasn't MVP contention. Been, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Goff's never been MVP contention. But I think with Jared Goff, like, listen, the reason why the Rams got to the Super Bowl was because of that offense. Let's be honest here. And it was because of Jared Goff. And the reason why the Philadelphia Eagles went to the Super Bowl, even though he got hurt, was because of Carson Wentz and his, you know, MVP-type numbers. With Blake Bortles, we always mention, well, you had a pretty solid run game. You had a pretty good defense. Now, yeah, Bortles had something to do with it as well. Don't get it, don't get it twisted by any means. But 
as far as like putting the team on your back, maybe like a Carson Wentz did in the beginning of the season, you don't get that vibe with Blake Bortles, even though the numbers, once again, are pretty comparable. Yeah, and so I guess if I gave you that, right, if I'm, if I'm Indianapolis mm-hmm. and I'm in their front office and Frank Reich has a familiarity with Wentz and that was when the good year, you know, the, the good MVP run, uh, and I've got these options out there, like from a Jimmy G or or potentially a young player, um, wherever else I wanted to go, really. I mean, you know, if, if New Orleans decides they want to go in a different direction, you heck, you could go get Jameis Winston, you sure. know, even. If I give you these comparisons, does it make you kind of think like, oh, we're really going to give away like a first round pick and a and some other capital, assume a hundred and twenty million dollar contract or whatever it is, for that guy who's struggling right now. It's not like he's on the uh, is he's ascending. He's mm-hmm. actually descending since that MVP type run. No, because at the end of the day, I feel like there's only a handful of quarterbacks who can get by with mediocre play around them. I think guys like Patrick Mahomes, obviously, maybe guys like Deshaun Watson, obviously Aaron Rodgers is a prime example of this. There's a few select guys who you can put on any team, regardless of how crappy they, that team is, and they're going to win some more ball games because of it. And then you have like the Tier 2 guys who they need some weapons around them. They they need a run game. They they need receivers. And as far as those tier two guys, I, I would put you know like a Carson Wentz, and I would put a Jared Goff in that tier two. I think Blake Bortles would be more of a tier three kind of guy. You know where I think Blake Bortles, you when in his prime when he was really cooking, you put him on any team, and does he really elevate it per se? I'm not sure. I think that if you put Carson Wentz on a team that has the players around him, the defense around him, he's going to be well. I think if you had Jared Goff, we've seen it before, uh, you can go to a Super Bowl. I'm not saying the same for Blake Bortles. Yeah, and listen, I want to be perfectly clear here. I've died on the hill of Blake Bortles before. This is not this is not me trying to get Blake Bortles to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yes. This Again, the framing of this conversation, when I looked at these numbers, was more about Wentz and Goff. The Detroit Lions basically just said, "Hey, we're going to take golf. Yeah. We're going to. We don't have the offensive mind L.A. has. They could get to a Super Bowl with him, but after that, they couldn't do as much. They they fell out of favor. They didn't want him, even though they've got See, Sean McVay. But we're going to take him, and he's going to be our franchise quarterback, and we're going to pay him X amount of dollars to be so." Carson Wentz, while Philly still is hemming and hawing about this. Indianapolis and other teams, Chicago, might be saying, you know what, I like that. Yeah, it might be a little damaged goods, still expensive. It's going to cost us capital, but I like that. I would just be buyer beware. On Detroit, did they make the right move? Chicago, Indianapolis, be careful here. But, yeah, but this is how the NFL works, though. GMs, head coaches, they they see a quarterback's track record, and they, they see his best. They see his ceiling, and they say, we can replicate that. We see what Carson Wentz did. I think it was his second year or third year. Whatever it was. Uh, yeah, it would have been year we, two. Year two. And we can replicate that. We see what Jared Goff did go to the Super Bowl. We can replicate that. Heck, if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, we see what Nick Foles did. Now, I'm not sure what Nick Foles' numbers compared to anybody, but we saw what Nick Foles did. We can replicate that like he had in Philly, right? And we're going to give him all this kind of money to come to Jacksonville. We've seen what Joe Flacco did in the playoffs. Let's go ahead and give him a contract if we were the, the Denver Broncos, I think, signed him. So that's where NFL GMs and then that's where coaches lie, where it's like, I've seen the best, so let's bring him on. What was Blake Bortles' best? Yeah, his best was about an eight-week run. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. and and that's again, you can criticize. No, for I sure. I will also say this, uh, real quick. Bortles got a three. I, I always say this. Bortles' deal was not bad. Mm. Now the fact that they gave him the deal and Tom Coughlin said he had two, and I think this is the way to go. And you had Watson, you had to, the actual construction of the deal for three years, fifty-four million in quarterback money was not atrocious. Yeah. What they needed was a good year out of them. Like 2018 needed to be a good year to make that deal worth it. But yeah. at least they didn't get into this. Like four years, 134 so, million for golf. Let me ask you this though: 2018, where does Blake Bortles rank in highest quarterbacks paid? Like where did he fall in line? Oh, uh, he was like middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. you know, the crazy thing is like Brady only made like four million more because he was taking those well, cuts. Of course, you know, at the, the time. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, really, for what they paid by year. But it was more the investment to not move on and look to upgrade. Mm-hmm. That's where the Jags were wrong. That's where they messed up. But, again, this is not about Bortles as much as it is about golf for doing just about similar things statistically. Got a four-year $134 million deal. And I think Wentz's deal was like four years $128 million. I just think the best the best asset that you can have as a, a quarterback that wants to get out is that you have to have that high ceiling. There's a reason why nobody's going for Sam Darnold right now. No one's really asking for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um no one's asking for Mr. Trubisky, but it's not even a market for that. It's because you, you haven't seen the good. You haven't seen the really good. As long as you've shown really good for a consistent amount of time, teams will take a chance on you. Yeah. Uh, interesting. I just thought that was a, a yeah. wild numbers comparison. Again, the interceptions do stand out. 75 for Blake, 55 for Goff, 50 for Wentz uh, in that same uh, time span. We'll be back. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Got to at least address this. The, the lady that... Her, was her dad or grandfather? Yeah, uh, you know, I, I designed the Lombardi Trophy. I don't want to give her attention. And she's but, mad at but we Tom have to Brady. Talk about it. I know. Yeah, I she mean, has any, video. This is the thing that I've. I haven't seen something so recent where somebody screamed for attention on social media. Since the Jacksonville Jaguars wanted 21,000 retweets. I wonder where they're at right now. We'll give you an update on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. Never heard of what happened in Iowa yesterday, and I don't even know how to pronounce the name of it. Derecho. Austin Lane. Iowa State Cyclones. You should call them the Derechos. You can shorten it up, call them the Joes. Why not, man? I'm into it. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. I have a big history of this trophy being made by my father, and it's such an honor. And I know all the craftsmen that made it when my dad was there also at Tiffany's. And it takes a lot of work, a lot of hard work, um, a lot of hours go into it. It just really upset me that this trophy was disgraced and disrespected by being thrown as if it was a real football. I don't, I don't even know her name, and you know what? I have no problem not getting a point in this one. So th- that's the story kind of of the weekend. It, it was wild. Lauren Gross, we didn't by get the way, to it or, yesterday. I'm sorry, it's not Lauren. It's Lorraine. Lorraine Gross, Which is, right? I mean, the, doesn't that just sound like a Lorraine kind of comment? I was going to say, it's a big Karen comment. Uh, is that two hours, any... Lorraine? Yeah, two two hours, Lorraine. And it was are her dad, more... right? Yes, yes. Daughter of Lombardi Trophy designer. Are there any more, like... Lorraine's out there, like like the new school, like like your daughter's age. Like, does your daughter have any friends named Lorraine? I don't think so. I know we had Lorraines in my family. Like, yeah, um, back in my dad's side, big Italian family. We had several Lorraines. I feel like, yeah, (laughs) but like, there's not kids out there named Lorraine right now. I I don't think so. I feel like you're doing a kid a disservice if you name him Lorraine. No disrespect to all the Lorraines (laughs) out there. (laughs) But I'm honest, Brent. 
usually, usually that starts with no disrespect to all the Lorraines out there, but I feel like you're giving your kid, <laughs> doing your kid disservice. Instead, it started with no, no, I feel like you're doing. Hey, hey. You're a moron. Brett, You're doing your kid a disservice. By the way, no disrespect. No disrespect, no. moron. Brett, let's be honest. If Kaylee brought a friend over named Lorraine, you can ask some questions. All right? Why? You, you can ask she, some questions. I would have been like, is she 40? Like, Yeah, you can ask some questions. That's all I want to say. Okay? Like, okay, if your friend had a, let's say your daughter had a friend named, I don't know, um... What's a random? I don't. Penelope. I have a son. No, not oh. Penelope. Give me a, Amy. If, if your daughter had a friend named Amy, hey Amy, how you doing? Good to see. You. Okay, cool, cool. You guys go have fun. Here's some money for some pizza. We'll see you guys Please later. Don't vape. Cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stay off TikTok. Uh, if, if Kelly brings home a girl named Lorraine. You're just sitting out at the table a little bit. You're, you're starting to ask questions about her family real yeah, but quick. Would she say Lorraine or would she go by like Lori? I, I'm saying Lorraine. Lori's different. If you okay. go by Lori, then but what if the real name's nice audible? But you go by Lori. Does anybody know Lorraine? Under the age of star 20. star six ninety. Any no. any Lorraines my, under the age of twenty? My friend growing up, get your her parents' permission first. Was Lorraine? Yeah, that's what, but that's what we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's a, but she's old. Coos. Older. 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 So, well, I don't know if she listens. So yeah. well, not old, but older. If your name's Lorraine, you're probably old. So this was – I don't remember a story that has screamed out, give me attention in a long time, and this thing went viral. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm wondering, is there a way Tom Brady can have some fun with this? Oh, a little, little pettiness? Well, I don't know petty. Like, little Tom pettiness? I think you have to be careful. I think you'd be careful if you're in, in Brady's situation to – kind of do what the rest of the world's doing right now and being like, shut up, Lorraine, you know? <laughs> like, like he's got to be careful to do that. Although, did right. you see the GM uh, light say, yeah, yeah, clap yeah. back at her yeah, a little bit? Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's never on Twitter either. But yeah, he went back. What do you say? Uh, he's up for yeah, on the Yeah, Here's what Brady should do, is he should put a picture up of, like, like a, 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 some 30 yards out, and he says... 21K retweets, and I throw the Lombardi trophy through it. <laughs> I actually think what, what he should do is he should, the next image you see of Brady, he should be polishing it. <laughs> this next profile photo. Somebody get this to Lorraine. Yeah, yeah. It is well designed. See, like, <laughs> if, if I'm him, I got to be like, well, I won, I don't know, something about winning seven of them, right? Like, that's what you got, or six of them, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, seven. He, so seven of them, yeah, I think I was right. Yeah, like I don't know, Lorraine. I won seven of them. Like one is bound to, you know, like something like that. I know. Why but, didn't she say anything to Gronk? Did she I not know, know that the, the probably not. the Gronk, the Gronk one got dead? Right. Mean, meanwhile, though, like we have the daughter of the Stanley Cup maker just being probably the coolest person in the world. Because look what the Stanley Cup goes through. I know. Which is that's why it's the best trophy in sports, by the way. Can because drink like, out of they it? drink out of it. They do so much Listen, stuff with the Stanley Cup. There's a lot of stuff done with that Stanley Cup. You better likely. believe it. You better believe it. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I think babies have peed in that Stanley Cup. I, I believe it. I mean, they, they've, I've seen babies take baths in the Stanley Cup. Yeah. I've seen like cows get fed in the Stanley Cup. That's it's everything. So gross. Speaking of peeing, <laughs> where are we going with that? Go on. I've done. I've done a pee segment before. Mm. Not not on this show. You haven't. No. Uh, no back in the day, that I'm having, and okay. it had to do with the. What I don't understand is the splashing in the urinals, right? They need, like, a better splash guard. There needs to be better technology. They're trying, but they still haven't completely done it so it doesn't splash all over you. I can't believe we couldn't talk about the Miami Heat. We're talking about peeing splash guards right now, but please continue. But I got another one for you. 
And you oh, this, be is this an idea? What are no. we go? Okay. This is something that happened today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and I, you just, I, ladies won't get this, hey, but just, the men will. Hurry up and get to the question, man. I'm, I'm so uncomfortable right now. So hurry up and ask so, ask. It's me. really a full circle part of this show where we talked about pollen earlier in the show. Okay. Well, I go inside after I worked out in the pollen's raining pollen, raining yellow pollen, that is. Sure. And so I go to the bathroom. And while I'm going to the bathroom, yeah. I sneeze. Sneezing and going to the bathroom, not good for the male. <laughs> Get away with it if you're a female, this probably was, not so much as a male. This was not in the rundown. It was a violent sneeze. This was not in the rundown. I got you. Okay. Twice. I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. You've been there before. Have you been there before? I, I can't say I have. You yeah. really have not sneezed while you peed? Nah, oh, coos. No. I don't oh think I man, have. You, you haven't lived yet, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, you, you haven't rode that roller coaster before yet. <laughs> I don't think I. That's have. like playing Russian roulette. Uh, I bet. In your own home, I've been there. Yeah. I'm with you. Takes some massive control. <laughs> it takes a lot of core strength. Go on. <laughs> massive control and core strength. Or, see, that's you're like, making a mess. Well, but yeah, but listen, I don't want to brag or anything, but you see, I'm working with my core, right? True. Well, so, dude, I, I just sneeze, get done with a workout, and I'm like nothing. <laughs> Nothing. It's a, and you don't even notice anything. It's like, hey, hey, and, and I'm gone. Like nothing, no wiping up. I'm like, and then we're, we're gone. Anyways. Uh, listen, I'm just telling you, you. So everybody right now, you didn't know where I was going with this, but you're right. You know what? You're right. Oh, no. That's Brent, a tough moment. So so what you're saying here is obviously you sneezed. And and there was a. A situation. A situ, uh, there, there, there was a trickle effect. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. I can good say that. Yeah. I can say that's 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 me. That's Mike Burrish talk right there, everybody. So with that being said, do you wipe it up, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh okay. It was my. Well, I, I thought you were asking me a question, dude. I don't know where we're going with this. No, I just, oh, you're just has it ever happened to you? Yeah, I mean yeah. That, that is a. I was just thinking of it today because it, it doesn't happen often, but it's yes. happened. Like Coos said, Coos has lived for like 30 years, and it hasn't happened to him. Apparently. Can I? Um, can I sh- see now? See you. You open up Pandora's box now. What? I mean, because I want to like, talk like peeing's I bad. Mean, I no, mean, but this is goes to the bathroom. This is a personal story I kind of want to share because I want to see where you guys are at. Because my wife actually texted me about. Uh, she's texting me right now. <laughs> my wife texted me about this <laughs> today, and it's a it's a habit. But I don't know if I want to tell the story, man. Well, now you got to. You, All you right, have, we have, have a drop button, but you have to okay, okay, well, tell the story. Yeah, get that drop button ready. We only have so, eight seconds on it, so be careful. Okay, well, I have the, okay, I have a habit in the middle of the night when I wake up and I'm it's dark, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <clears throat> I might go in this our our sink as opposed to the <laughs> toilet because but here's here's the thing here's the thing because the sink is a lot higher. So, like, I'm not going to, like, because obviously when it's dark and I'm tired and I'm groggy, I'm not going to, like, oh, I got to turn the light on and sit down. Like, no, like, you're going to let it fly, man. And when I let it fly in the toilet, it gets all the place, right, in the middle of the night. So I go in the sink. Especially if you keep it dark. Exactly. And I love it dark. I have to have a dark room. Can't have any light peeping through. Really? So it's pitch black. And I'm to the point now where I've memorized the the route and everything. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'm that skilled, Brent. But once again, I don't know the exact circumference or the exact height of the toilet. Yeah. So when I go in the toilet, I wake up the next morning and my wife's like, what is this? You know, like, <laughs> she gets upset. So, so when you pee in the sink, she so, doesn't? Well, so I go in the sink because I, I want to, once again, the trickle effect, the trickle effect is not so much in the sink, right? So you we're all happy. It's a big sink. It's a, I think it's my sink's smaller than it's my toilet. Bad. Well, they, they call it a master sink. So yeah, yeah. It's, big, it's a big, it's part of the master bedroom. <laughs> so with that being said, I go in the sink. Well, 
she notices sometimes when she gets upset because she because she thinks that's not a, a decent place to go to the bathroom in. And I think I'm doing the family a favor. So what do we think, guys? I think <laughs> I think should. I've never heard of that. No? I, no. I, I, I've, hey, never, I've never heard I, of that. I'm going to be honest, too. In, in terms of feeling liberated in your own household... <laughs> Hey guys, guys, I'm being serious here. When when your significant other's out one day, no. when, hey, when she's out one day, just try, just go in the sink and see what happens. Okay, okay, sorry. That you remind me of a story. No. Just go in the sink. I'm not going to shut down. I can't wait. I've, I've seriously never heard of somebody say they go in the sink, but yeah. I bet there are folks out there. They star, just don't star want to admit. It. If you go in the sink, let's go. <laughs> No, you need kidding. a bigger toilet. <laughs> you need a trough. No, <laughs> we need to go to Wrigley Field well, and buy up some of the troughs. Okay, there. so so here's here's the story. Okay, oh, go back. Oh man, you, the old like Sullivan Stadium in Foxborough. Okay, Dad takes you to takes me to the, like the Patriots game. They stink. It's an awful stadium. Yeah, people are fighting. Yeah. Patriots are losing, and I'm like, I don't know, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when you go into those bathrooms, a lot of them still have it, but, you know, they got the troughs. Yeah. Right? They don't have, like, individual urinals. Mm-hmm. But then they also have, like, the community washing areas where you wash your hands, not individual sinks. Have you ever seen no, that? No, of course. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. When I was, like, seven or eight, no, I went you in the sink. You the sink. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're young enough that no one's going to say anything, really, right? Like, I, thought that was the, I thought that was the trough. <laughs> So was there anybody in there by you? Oh yeah, like I had no idea. Like I did it innocently. Like oh yeah, you didn't know. Yeah, I had no idea. Nobody no said anything. Nobody said anything. You like you're yeah. a kid, man. I'm just peeing in the oh, sink. Oh man. What, I don't even See, know if you call that a sink. Uh, no, it's, that's like a yeah. It's, it's more of a trough. <laughs> hand washing trough. A hand washing trough. So yeah. Why don't you just get like a a big pot and put it next to your bed? Then you don't even have to get up. I'm, I'm sure my wife would super appreciate that. Like, well, like, like all of a sudden she's in deep now it's sleep. splashing on the yeah, floor. Well, that, and then she, the, the sound of the pot. Like she's in deep sleep, and all of a sudden Here's the, the, thing. the pot being what? I guess the, the thing I'm trying to I'm the trying sink? not to picture. You're I'm trying sink? to picture myself. Like I need a stool to. Oh no! See, this is this is the listen. This is the joy. Listen, this is the joy of being six six. It's, it's almost like Transformers. It's, it's almost too perfect. Where I just I just slide right in, and I, and we're good to go. I love it, man. I, I, I'm telling it. you, guys, guys. I, hey, I, I when the when, when the when the missus is out, you know what I'm saying? If if you feel the need, just try it. I'm telling you, it's liberating. Liberating. It's liberating. I'm pretty sure you're gonna get. A, a DM from my significant other if I go, Austin told me I have to pee in the no, sink tonight. Hey, hey, what's not? Like, you're not supposed to be home. Don't, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't like say it's my idea. Like, just do it yourself, please. Don't blame me. But I'm, I'm sure the phones <laughs> are off the hook right now, too, with everyone calling in. Peace stories on Tuesday coming up. <laughs> weekly basis. I actually probably have a few more, to be honest. Oh, I'm sure I can find it. Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. We don't have to be playing on Big Monday. Against the number one team in the league, the team that has dominated the ACC over the last four or five years, to put us in the, in the frame of mind to, to, re, to play at our very, very best. We have to find a way to come out and play with this level of focus every night. And we had a five-game stretch where I thought we did that. We had a couple-game stretch where I thought that we took a step back. Now I'm hoping now our challenge is to see how we how close we can come to maintaining this and beyond. I still think, we, I think we're capable of playing better than we played tonight. I think this team has potential that we haven't tapped into yet. Is that Leonard Hamilton? That's correct. Yeah. Sorry, I was.
text my wife. <laughs> you're in trouble. No, I'm good. I guess you're cleaning the sinks tonight. <laughs> Hey, Pretty much. But you looked up, actually. You were just being green. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean y'all. Like, yeah. hey, you, Come on, you, guys. you burn, what, 1.6 gallons? 1.6 gallons. If you flush the toilet. Me. Yeah. But instead, if you pee in the sink, yeah. then but, wash your hands. Listen, there, there's an entire break down here. It's it's more convenient, number one. The sink is closer to the door than the toilet. And if I'm tired, I don't have... See, this guy understands where I'm coming from. It's less noisy. I'm considerate. Oh, that's true. Right? It saves money. Once again, Brent, the 1.6 gallons... Per time you flush, now you're going to pee in the same spot where you wash your hands. That doesn't sound really that appetizing, but you know what I'm trying to say, everybody. Uh, number four, it frees your hands. This, <laughs> it frees your hands. This article says what? what else do you have this, to this, this, this article is saying if you want to check your phone or send a text <laughs> while you're peeing, go in the sink. And then well, number and five. The sink, you're not risking the phone falling in the sink and so, the number or in five, the toilet. What, this is, I'm it's not. Still like, I, have, yeah, I would seriously five. need a step stool. To pee in what kind my of sinks sink? do you have? Sinks go up to your waist usually. What are you talking about? How tall are you, man? Like 5'10". Yeah, half. you're good. You're fine. I don't know. All right. Well, I mean, hey, <laughs> do whatever you want to do. I'll I'll keep try. On doing my thing, <laughs> I'm going to try so. it tonight. <laughs> yeah, no, don't see. I'm going to go in there. I'm just going to be like fully clothed, but Bro, standing next see, to the sink. That's going to be why, like, what are you doing? This I'm is like a, measuring. Austin told me to do it. See, this is the thing. And this is why I don't want to say it. Because like Brent Martin gives endorsements. You know, obviously, hey, come eat here. Come eat. It's going to be everyone's going to be peeing in their sink. Well, Austin told me to do it. Well, Austin said this. Yeah, tell yeah. him Austin sent you. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. It's good for the earth. Yeah, good for the earth, man. I'm telling you. Uh, hey, um, somehow we got to. Uh, I, I don't know if we full circle this thing by just saying we should have peed on the Lombardi Trophy. I mean, I, but, I, mean I offended the, the name Lorraine today. We yeah, we we, we it covered a, a lot. Of the last half hour. It wasn't a lot. Okay, yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know if you saw, maybe you didn't, but uh, Florida State last night. We we kind of talked a small bit about March Madness with all the cancellations yesterday. Yeah. But Florida State goes that they. It's it's almost become a cliche around here to say, like, what a job Leonard Hamilton's done. And if you look at them, they are seriously in the Duke. And, and really, Virginia doesn't get enough credit because Virginia's been yeah. the most successful ACC team over the last few years. I think it dates back to 16-17. And if you look at that win total-wise, I think I saw ACC wins yesterday. Like, Virginia has 70 of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Duke has 56. And I think now... FSU has 55 in, in that span. I mean, think about that. More than North Carolina, just about the same as Duke. And obviously, Virginia's had a very nice run, mm-hmm. and they've experienced the high and the low. They lost to the 16 seed, then they won the national championship. But it's uh, it's pretty incredible what Florida State has built. Like, that's yeah. first of all. That's worth saying again because we just don't talk a lot of hoops um, until this time of year. And what Leonard Hamilton is doing, and when Florida State plays good basketball like they did last night, when they look like they're in rhythm and in sync, it is it is beautiful. Like it's yeah. a beautiful display of basketball, and that's what it was last night. I mean, they were unstoppable in the first half. It's forty five twenty five at halftime. I think it was thirty three to thirteen at one time. They jump out to that kind of lead, then forty five twenty five, and then the first like eight minutes of the second half, it actually closes to like an eight point game. It was fifty one forty three. And then, bam, they went on a blitz again, scored the next 13 points, lights out, game over. Florida State got it done. And the crazy thing is they have this tremendous prospect in Scotty Barnes. Sure. And Barnes has played well. Yeah. But it's not like 
it's not like he's come in there and he's scoring like 28 well, a game. He hasn't yeah. been that guy. But this is like this is the Florida State brand, and this is why they're yeah. always so competitive because like you have teams like a Duke, you know, like when they had Zion, like a lot of teams. Um, a lot of the high-profile teams, let's just say, like they're required to have that one star guy, right? And then when that guy leaves, well, then you got to eventually replace him. Yeah. Well, Florida State had to replace, I think, three of their top scores mm-hmm. last year, and they haven't missed a beat just because of the style that they play. I mean, it's just like, all right, well, this guy's gone. We'll fill somebody else in for him. And a lot of teams don't have the luxury to do that. Well, to your point, okay, look at this. You just bring up a great point. Look at their statistics. Through They've played 15 games on here, 15 games, 12 and 3. Uh, they're 16th in the country. They'll move up after the, the win over 7th-ranked Virginia. They're looking at probably a four-seed, although that one might push them now into a three-seed category. We'll see how they finish up. Still a long way to go before the tournament. Yeah. But they could be messing around now with a three, four-seed for sure. They could slip down to maybe a five, but they might even be able to stretch it up into a two if they go on a run late in the year. We'll see what happens. But to your point, all the the players they play – uh, let's see, two, four, six, eight, nine guys averaging 15 minutes or more. Mm-hmm. They even have some getting in there, at, you know, six minutes a game as well. Uh, MJ Walker leads the team. He had a great night last night, five three-pointers. Leads the team with 13.9 per game. Leads the team with 13.9 per game. Wow. They have 11.4, 10.2, 9.6, 9.1, 6.5, 5.7, 5.1. And then they got a couple other guys. I mean – it, it, it's really like a pick your poison. Well, and who's you going to be the stop, guy that yeah. night? Barnes again. He's been good. He's been good. He's ten points uh, a game. He's really taking care of the basketball. He's sixty assists to twenty four turnovers. Yeah. So he's been very good and he's dynamic and he, he can be a clutch playmaker. And I think in the tournament you might see, boom, watch the but, stardom go. Yeah. But it's not like he's averaging twenty four a game. They win in such a variety of ways. I'm just so impressed with Florida State. You can always listen to him right here on ESPN. Without a doubt. And to me, like that's the recipe to have a successful tournament, right? Because, yeah, sometimes you have like your, your star players like the Dukes always have. But if those star players have a rough game, they're out of the tournament. But with Florida State, they have so many guys that can contribute, so many guys that can score that you can't stop everybody. Um, it's a little more consistent. And that's why you always see like the kind of like the mid-major schools have a lot of success. I'm reminded of like Virginia Commonwealth a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were good because, listen, they're, they're all good. That's true. Right? And they're all experienced. I feel like Florida State's kind of in the same, in the same ballpark, the same well, realm. Leonard Hamilton says they can get better. That's going to do it for us tonight. We'll see you on TV, CBS 47, Fox 30, live local loud, coming up next right here on ESPN 690. P in the sink. 